Thanks for joining us today on the Midnight Special. Today is a special episode. It is Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody who's yeah. listening to this. Merry um, Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. I mean, this is coming out late Christmas, so you probably had have already enjoyed your good feast of food, your uh, good company, fellowship of the uh, family and of uh, food Stop saying and presents. Uh. Fellowship of the family and gifts and around uh, loved ones. Um, and hope you had a, uh, <laughs> a little bit something good to drink. If it was coffee, if it was juice, if it was water, if it was... If it was wine, you did communion or something maybe, man. <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> on Christmas. By yourself. A little Christmas communion. Yeah. Um, so how was your guys' Christmas? <laughs> this is fantastic. Really- fantastic it was good yeah uh no we're recording awful. this a little bit before christmas because we want to catch up uh yep, yep yeah so uh did you guys uh well crap i just forgot my question anyway uh jamark how are you doing you haven't said anything yet mm-hmm. um sorry my mouth was full of cheeses <laughs> um <clears throat> i don't know i mean i guess i'm doing good other than some plans that fell through oh yeah this is why we were doing we were doing this or i mean they're not they didn't fall through but were you excited about were, the plans there were changes there were changes there were changes to the plans and and so we we were that we were doing this earlier you know we normally do and, it in the uh, evening but we're doing it yeah afternoon. so no but i mean everything's still happening and uh here we are doing an early podcast Okay. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you guys. Um, we we're we'll probably hold on. Let me see. Is this the last podcast? Not only is it Christmas, but is this, is this the last podcast midnight of special the of the year? Let me look on a calendar real quick. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Thursday. This is, is the last. The next midnight special will be New Year. Yeah. 2021. This is not only Christmas. This is the last one. So this is kind of the end of the year podcast. It's kind of the end of the year podcast, man. Mm-hmm. And then the next one will come what? out New Year's Day. Yeah. So heck yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, I, I was curious. What What is uh, your guys' synopsis of... This is episode 29 of the Midnight Special. For real? Yep. That's and- awesome. <laughs> Um, why munching on chips? Okay, what has your guys' experience been? Because I've heard it said mm-hmm. by a lot of people, including a guy we had on the podcast a little while ago, Alex Ferrari, that it usually takes people about thirty episodes because everyone wants to do a podcast till they get about thirty episodes in, right? Mm-hmm. And then they either drop off or they keep going, and that's kind of the sign on if they're really into it, if they want to keep doing it, and if they're going to be more of a successful 
ongoing podcast. So he usually waits, and I think that's the reason why he went came on ours because we had over a hundred, and he was yeah. like, "Oh, I've taken them more seriously because I see they're they're not under thirty, you know." Well, for the midnight special anyway, and you guys, this is right around thirty. So what it, what has it been like for you guys? Um, um, I had a response: thirty, flirty, and thriving. Yeah, that's, <laughs> thriving. that's about it. <laughs> Um, well, I think that people fall off because they're, they're like, oh, me and my friends can do this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. This podcasting thing is easy. We can do it. We can sit and talk and tell, uh, you know, our stories Mm -hmm. that, you know, we've, we've had for hours and hours. Yeah. Right. And after around 30 episodes it's like yeah you've talked about all of your stories everything you've done <laughs> yeah. for for hours mm-hmm. right what do you talk about now exactly you know um i think the difference is we have some, we have stuff to talk about we obviously we are interested in the stories that other people tell yeah. and mm-hmm. so we will never run out of content to and talk it's about. Uh, That's true. probably really helpful to- that uh, Wyatt likes to hear himself talk. <laughs> that is true. Gosh, yeah, he does like Dude, to hear I himself love, talk. Well, I, I I only like hearing myself talk if I'm talking. I don't actually like re-listening to the podcast yeah. mm-hmm. because I hate the way I sound. <laughs> I never re-listen to me and Joshua's podcast, but no. I I sometimes re-listen to this one because there's more of us. There's more ideas. I mm. miss stuff in the moment, and so I actually enjoy going back and listening. But you're right. I'm not embarrassed at all hearing myself, but sometimes I'm just like, you talk too much. You need to shut up and let also, other people talk. You know? <laughs> um, you know, I well, I see. I think one of the one of the most interesting podcasts is, podcast was the one with uh, Alex Ferrari. Mm. Um, and he talked and pretty much the whole time. Even, yeah, he talked almost the whole time, and it was still super entertaining because everything yeah. he had to say was, you know, was fantastic. Yeah, you know, he has such um, and such insight on things that even like a lot of the things he said about filmmaking school, about the film industry. Um, <laughs> His perspective on those things really, i it's like I kind of knew him, but I didn't have any solid logic to back him up. Well, yeah. he came in, yeah. I asked him questions, and I agree with him. And I was kind of thinking these things already, but all of a sudden he's bringing all these ideas and facts, and it's like, this is like the case. And it's good because, you know, he wrote a book about it. He did. He wrote a book and about yeah. it. It was so good. And if you guys didn't yeah. see that episode, go back and watch it. It was really good, especially if it's you're interested in filmmaking. Was it just Alex Ferrari? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think it's called Alex Ferrari Indie Film I mean, Hustle. Okay. I mean, it, I mean, it would have been nice for him to shout us out on his YouTube. But that's, <laughs> you know, that's okay. That's, I, you know, I totally... I you know he probably just wants us to get there on our own. You, you know? know I um and that's okay. You know <laughs> yeah, what? exactly. Fine. I think he. <laughs> I think he um, it's it's always good that, that that's the thing. From what I hear, is with podcasts, mm-hmm. and especially we're going to be doing this a lot in twenty twenty one as much as we're able to. I, but I the, thought there was the announcement we were finished after this episode. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, so as of now, Wise Works. Wise works is defunct. Sorry, guys. We're done with it. We're done. <laughs> guys, we sorry. can't do it. We're done. It's over. We're going to sell drugs now for a living. That's Ooh. right. Okay. Well, I guess at this point, it'd just be a, a side hustle. 
Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna we're we're shifting our side hustle mentalities to drugs. <laughs> mm. But I was gonna say, um, with podcasts, the best way to market yourself is to go on other people's podcasts, right? right. And and by having people on your podcast, a lot of times people are don't from what I've realized, even with people that have come on this podcast who don't know a lot of people, or what am I saying? Who who don't have like a huge following or something, yeah. they still don't really share it. Right. And so I well, think a big I think a part of that is like it's a courtesy and it makes your podcast have quality by bringing people on. But if you want to get mm-hmm. yourself marketed, you got to get on someone else. You got to get on somebody yeah. else. Well, you see I I I already emailed the Joe Rogan podcast. Did you really? And uh <laughs> they were kind enough to say no. But um, <laughs> I think I think we're making headway there. Did you really? Email we're definitely him? gonna I'm make curious. headway. Or were you making I, a joke I did, here? I, I did. I did not email. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I was you like, think Jamar could email Joe Rogan? It's like a, a beat a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> but that, sometimes it works though, man. That's what happened with Alex. Yeah, I just sent him an email through what they had on Look, YouTube. I, I do. I have wouldn't a, turn it down. I do have a plan mm-hmm. to get you. Well, He's not got some plan. on another, not on another podcast, but to get a mention in another podcast, I'm going to let it be a surprise. Okay. But, um, Are you doing it this episode? No. Next year. I have to, it's, it's, I got to get in contact with another podcast. Oh, I got you. But I know, I know which one it is and I know how I'm going to do it. I'm not, I'm not telling you. I'll just, <laughs> next year. I'll, I'll Wait just send, next year. I'll just send you a link one day. How's that sound? Okay. But you don't, okay. Oh, if you want to just send us a um, link, that'd be great. That would make my day. I I wouldn't turn down the Joe Rogan podcast, but I'm not a huge fan of Joe Rogan. But if Joe Rogan asks you to be on his podcast, you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but I I you know, and I would be very polite. I just I don't I can't, I don't vibe with Joe. Joe. I, well, I, I don't you know can, why. You. How about this? You guys show up. And I'll just talk to Joe. Joe and Joe will talk for a while. Look, because I got a lot saying, of stuff to ask him. Joe Rogan, I, I just feel like everything sort of, you know, every, everything is interesting to him. Mm-hmm. Right? Everything is just kind of mildly interesting to him. <laughs> and that kind of disinterests me. <laughs> you yeah. know? Mildly interested I, and mildly high. I, 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 I have trouble, you know, agreeing with people who you know don't take a hard stance on anything yeah i feel like though because of the way we well the content we produce for this podcast and what we're interested in and what we're leaning into um i believe that if we go on there he's going to talk to us about film stuff probably i feel like you do that naturally oh yeah yeah just because of what we talk about here. And he wants to, he does, that's a thing. Like there's there's four of us for this episode. For the YouTube one, there's about to be three of us. Um, and podcasts that have multiple people seem to usually be more dynamic, but his has always been a new person every time. It's him, he's the only consistent, you know? Yeah. But yet he's grown to be the biggest one. Do you think that's because of the content or do you think that's because the he content. has such a variety of people? You know? Variety and content. 
No, I, I think it's grown to be the biggest one uh, because he started out as a well-known comedian um, on the internet, at least. Mm-hmm. And then and then was one of the first to start a podcast. That's true. And it was interesting and entertaining to people. I think he got ahead of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, so he now, was funny. Yeah. And he got ahead of the crowd. Nowadays, you got to climb through the crowd to get up. Right. You know, but we've actually right. already done, we've already taken multiple steps through the crowd. Just by the what? fact that we have over 100 episodes okay. is a part of the step. Yeah. It shows, oh, the, it shows having, people that were more serious about it. Having, I mean, I've, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. When you go to a channel or something, uh, and there's hundreds of videos to watch, mm-hmm. right? Previous videos, especially when you find somebody you really enjoy watching, mm-hmm. a YouTuber or a podcast or whatever, and you see that, oh, there's more than just like four episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Or you see that they have series, with, especially with YouTubers. You'll see that they, they have series. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll get even more specific. Gaming YouTubers, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so you see that they have 500 videos, right? Mm-hmm. And then you see that they have playlists of series. We, I I play through this game or I play this game or, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and it's like, okay, yeah, I can I can get into this content. Mm-hmm. Um I I think when when people find the content and realize how much there is, Especially when they find out how much they like the content creators. Yeah. You know. That's true. When I got introduced to Olin Rogers, I've kept up with everything he's done after that. And I went back yeah. and watched everything he did before that. Including Balloon Shop. Oh yeah. It's it's never seen Balloon Shop. You haven't? You that and that that's what happens. You 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 make yourself into a fan by watching all of their stuff, and then you continue to be a fan by uh, keeping up with them. Yeah. Yeah. Jamark, what do you think um, the success on YouTube is? Are we going to talk about success or are we going to talk about 30 second stories right quick? <laughs> oh, do yeah. we knock that out? Success, no, success we're doing on that. YouTube? We're doing that. Yeah. Um, Pause. I hear sirens, Wyatt. I hear a guy with a mouthful of food. You explain that and I'll make sure there's not police outside. Jeez. You do that. All right? You're so paranoid. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> For those listening, they they're worried that they they're in a building they're not supposed to be at. It's just Wyatt's well, work. Well, I'm afraid Wyatt might have not punched in the code for the alarm. No, oh, he did. Things are all right. Anyway, success on YouTube. Yeah. I don't know, man. Success on YouTube is a weird thing. What do you what do you find yourself enjoying as a consumer on YouTube? Because that's gonna that that kind of dictates like <laughs> yeah. how other people are gonna interact well, with it. I enjoy I enjoy some of the larger um, reaction groups on okay. YouTube mm-hmm. who react to uh, things I like to watch. You know, mm-hmm. not because one, I like to see, I like to get that secondhand first time experience. I know? hear that. Two, the people I like to watch aren't just people doing this with Stop fake running. reactions and stuff. Mm-hmm. They, um, they usually analyze it and stuff and 
talk about the filming and they talk about the setups and the story and all that kind of after the fact, you know. I like that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, there's a ton of them. Mm-hmm. And there's only a few good ones, you know. Mm-hmm. So to me, success on YouTube is is hit and miss. You know, if you're gonna do a like a reaction channel, you know, you got to do more than fake reactions and and you know hit hit smash that like button kind of thing. And, and, and a dozen people talking over and each a other. dozen, you know, you got to have clear, concise videos, and you got to have ideas that matter you know yeah uh that's, like like okay these well i'm not done <laughs> these are get rich quick not get rich but get popular quick schemes you know mm-hmm. reaction videos one way to do it you could also do um compilations of funny things from like uh if you have a show that's really funny mm-hmm. like rick and morty or you know, best adventure time moments or something. Mm-hmm. You could just clip them all together. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. That's one I watched. And get millions and millions of views. Um, there is a compilation on YouTube called Risky Black Jokes, <laughs> right? And uh, I've I've gone I've gone through and watched uh, probably about six different channels. And usually it's um, you know. Um, uh, a black guy or a black lady or and you know either it's either them by themselves or them with their friends yeah just them reacting to the family guy risky black jokes yeah <laughs> compilation and it's they they're usually for the most part right i don't think i've ever seen them like get really upset or anything they're usually laughing mm-hmm. and, and that I, that makes me laugh that mm-hmm. they can laugh at it Right. It makes you happy and, too, and and I laugh at. I've I've gone through like the uh, white people jokes. I've gone through <laughs> compilation, the Asian people jokes compilation, the Family Guy takes shots at actors compilation. I've gone through all of those, just yeah. reactions, you know. Yeah, I think it's hard to put a label on success on YouTube. Like it's not, it's not like it used to be when you could have, you know, in the pioneer days, when you could have super low quality videos that mm-hmm. were just dumb yeah. and then all the sudden and then all of a sudden <laughs> you blow up you yeah. know yeah one because basically the youtube landscape was undiscovered mm-hmm. and there wasn't much out there even and, even pewdiepie had a hook though yeah and what you found you know what you found among all the garbage was just stuff something that wasn't as bad as the rest of the garbage. <laughs> well, that that's why people like PewDiePie because he, yeah, uh, you know, it it wasn't his gameplay. It was when he started playing scary games. Mm-hmm. His his reaction to them, since he doesn't like scary games, he would get he would freak out so heavily, mm-hmm. right? And it was funny to watch the Swedish guy, you know, play games in his dark bedroom and, and just get freaked get out, scared, you know, <laughs> yeah. When I, when I discovered, which is weird to say I discovered PewDiePie, but I discovered him probably about four or five years ago. And yeah. when he was on Good Mythical Morning? No, it was after he was on Good Mythical Morning. Well, I'm saying Morning. because of Good Mythical Morning. No, okay. it was after. Um, I didn't even pay attention when he was on Good Mythical was Morning. Was this before care. or after the anti-Semitic jokes? Um, right after. Okay. Right after. 
I went back and watched so many, not all of them, so many of his horror gameplays. And I don't even watch gameplays because it was entertaining. He found something yeah. that worked for him and it, that yeah. most people enjoyed watching. I didn't understand. I, 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 w- I actually kind of just disliked PewDiePie because he was such a big name mm-hmm. and he was kind of annoying looking and, you know, everybody talked about him all the time. Um, and then I, I, I watched when when the uh, when the let's see when it when did it was it was the T, PewDiePie versus T series mm-hmm. when that stuff started happening. I started watching some of his videos and I mm-hmm. was like, OK, so the guy is is a goofball and he's entertaining. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you guys want to do stories. You guys want to do 30 <laughs> second stories now that we're. Yeah. 20 yeah. minutes in. Oh, yeah. and let me explain for, for you guys who were curious and heard me say something about the police showing up. Um, we're at a – we're recording at, at the place I work um, on, a, on a Saturday. Um, and John Mark is worried that, you know, I didn't put in the alarm code right. <laughs> um, but I did, okay? And I, you know. So. Yeah. Okay, everything's Just good. Just do 30 Listeners. second stories. 30 second stories. Okay. What we're going to do is John Mark, Wyatt, and then Joseph, okay? Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. Since in the spirit of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Very Christmas again, by the way. We are going to do Christmas 30 second stories. So. Okay. John Mark. Yes. We are going to give you. <clears throat> snow globe and horror you have to come up with something that's horror genre you didn't have to add the horror and, because i was already thinking of a horror setting and, <laughs> and it's like snow globe isn't doesn't the krampus poster like a, a hand holding a snow globe probably Maybe. snow globe are you timing this horror yeah i'm gonna time it so snow globe and christmas i mean uh, and a horror Everything's quiet. Ready? And go. 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 Wait, I thought I was waiting for the 10 seconds. Oh, no. Yeah, it's 12 you've seconds had, now. You've had way m- no, they froze for a second there. I didn't even notice. You've had way more than 10 seconds. Go. <laughs> oh, okay. Go. All right. Go. Go. Okay. So there's a person. It's Christmas Eve. All right. They go to bed. They wake up. Um, they wake up, everything's normal, so they're about, you know, they have Christmas, they're about to go home, but when they get to the limit of the town, they hit a wall. It's glass. They can't get out. They're inside of a giant snow globe. The entire town is a snow globe. When they try to tell people, nobody believes them. Nobody knows. Other people can leave, but they're trapped inside. Things get progressively Stop. worse. Snow. <laughs> that was the only one that Jamark's done that he wasn't done when we stopped, cut him off. He's always like done with the story before thirty seconds. Sorry, right, I got thrown it? off by your ten seconds. That sounded kind of like under the dome a little bit. Mm. It's not. All right, I don't even know what under the dome is. Uh, pretty um, much people inside of a glass globe. Yeah. Okay. Like well, this is one person. This is one globe. person inside, and they and nobody else realizes it. Okay. Gotcha. All right, Joshua, you ready? Like, to get every once in a while. 
when they're at the edge, they see a little bit of a giant finger come up and go, I don't know. All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm going to give you a story kind of, but you have to change the story. It's just um, keep it the same. So uh, the That's original weird. like Christmas story, like everybody's heard the baby Jesus story. You have to change it up, but it has to be a comedy. <laughs> Sounds like sacrilege. I... What I the wait you have to change the, up the baby the, Jesus can we can, can we not birth do the nativity story, the nativity story and it has to be a comedy. no I can do this you can do this what if anyone can do this if anyone can do this why can do this so it's I, a remix I on nativity a to, yeah. I need ten seconds to think ten seconds I already know the story I've already thought of it it's not you John Mark give wide chance right. <laughs> something about shepherds and go. Okay, so you got the classic story. Jesus has just been born. The the shepherds are coming in from the fields, uh, and you know everybody's trying to re- you know see the baby. And then you know, every, but in the background, you just hear it's a little drummer boy, and they're like, "Come on, Jesus is trying to sleep." He's like, and he's just standing there. And they eventually they have to kick him out. And stop. It's not, it's not pretty. Gotcha. Why'd you, why'd you give the little drummer boy autism? I did. <laughs> you did. No, he's just that. I was going for Is the Bob like Seeger drummer boy. Oh. <laughs> the way like you said that. it, Sam, is like all I could think of were these Jewish parents shoving their kid outside and be like, here's a drum, you know? Wow. Just to keep them <laughs> occupied. You're being rude. And so there's a little drummer boy. They call him the little drummer walking around town just with completely occupied with his drum. Like, <laughs> you know, and somehow he sees a bunch of people. No, I'm. I no. I in he my sees head, a bunch of people gathering around uh, the 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 stables, and he just kind of wanders in there. You know, kind of like a real Jim Carrey kind of thing. Wanders in there, and there's all these people real quiet around baby Jesus, and you got a little drum boy. He's over there, <laughs> you know, in the background. <laughs> okay. No. Uh. It. No. It was just. Uh. He's standing there playing the drum while they're all have, trying to have a nice moment. And, uh, just, play, just playing the drum. <laughs> gotcha. was, and every time they start talking or the baby starts going to sleep, he starts playing the drum. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're not helping your case that this kid is an autistic drummer boy. I don't think anybody else thought autistic drummer boy. I thought, I thought I didn't hear that you were doing Bob Seger. I thought you were making fun of autistic kids, which is wrong. Which you're, is wrong of you're you. You're the one making fun Nuh-uh. of people. Yeah. I was just playing off of you. You see where your mind goes? No, I was. Mm-hmm. I was nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My turn. Yes. Little drummer boy. Give me the, give me the uh, timer. Yeah, sure. Okay. You have to incorporate ballerina, Christmas, and it has to be a drama. Ready? Giving you 10 seconds. Okay, it's the Nutcracker. Bam, did it. <laughs> now he has to come up with his own story. Ready? 10 seconds. Was, jo- was Josh watching the Nutcracker? Okay, so there was a, a tiny ballerina woman. Very small. The size, of the, the size of the angel on top of the tree. Well, there's a performance each 
Christmas Eve that for Santa, these little elves that live in this house secretly goes on top of the platform on top of the tree and does a little ballerina dance, but they have to be elected to do so. So it's little people that live in a house secretly. She gets chosen one year, but then she has to and decide done. between... That was it? Yep. That was the shortest 30 seconds ever. I feel like I, I was, was on to something really well there. Yeah. My drama part. Something was about dancing in. and ballerina and so elves. It, this so it's mm-hmm. like it's like I don't know. It's like a Tinkerbell. It sounds like a Tinkerbell movie. Yeah, kind of kinda like a Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell movie. Okay, kind of Tinkerbell like. Yeah. It's like a. Uh, it's like there's a. There's a little platform on top of every Christmas tree, or at least this Christmas tree, and they do a little little ballerina dance for Santa when he comes to do the gifts. I, see, okay, I, this sounds, chosen. this sounds, this this movie just went from being a G-rated movie to at least PG-14. Doing a little no, dance. No, what's wrong with a ballerina Santa dance? On top of the Christmas. Three-year-olds are ballerinas. See, no, 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 you're like, you're like, you know, she's got to do a little dance, you know, and he's like, so they're going to do a little dance on top of the Christmas tree for Santa when he comes okay, in. Okay, it's a performance. <laughs> everything weird this I'm episode. not. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it sounds like he just put an elf on a stripper pole. Oh. <laughs> well, that's, that's what <laughs> I was going to say. A ornament. You're gonna say ornament. I was gonna say elf on a stripper pole? No, what I was going to say was. It's just a tiny little elf. Um, Frosty the Snowman making an adult film, but I thought that'd be uh, <laughs> too weird. See, I, I've always yeah. loved the movies where the... You know the 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 little toy or the ornament or the child comes to life. They they you know well, they want to be they want to be the one that gets picked. You know I you know maybe to like to go visit Santa or to see you know or you know to be the mm-hmm. toy that gets delivered to the child. Bro, I want to see. One. I want to see the movie about the toy that gets picked, a fight in the Thunderdome <laughs> against Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Bro, Something like that. you remember the Velveteen Rabbit? Yeah. Was yeah. that a Christmas story? No. I don't, all I remember, all I remember of the Velveteen Rabbit was everything was dark. Of course, the <laughs> rabbit was Velveteen. Right. Everything was dark. I there think you're, darkness. I think you're associating it with Christmas because of the childhood whimsy. Dude, that childhood whimsy. Rabbit. There's something to it, dude. Yeah. Huh. The Velveteen. I don't, I don't know. I have weird memories about the Velveteen Rabbit. To me, in in my mind, the Velveteen Rabbit is almost some kind of depressing drama. Even though I know it's for kids. I don't think I've seen this. Yeah, me neither. I think the the Velveteen Rabbit. Was it the belt? No. Oh. Yeah. No, it's not. Velveteen's, <laughs> Velveteen's a, a cookie. Velveteen's are crackers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a type of breakfast cookie. That, I mean, that'd thing. be a weird parody, the Velveteen Rabbit. Instead of turning into a nor- <gasps> he did- Is Velveteen anything okay. like uh, biscotti? What? I got it's like a it's like a breakfast cracker. I gotta look it's like, like a little Velveteen cookie. Rabbit now. Yeah. I'm so confused. We're talking about a rabbit that's a cracker. No, no, no. <laughs> the crack it ra- from the Georgia. cracker rabbit. <laughs> no, we're talking about it's cookies. From, it's a rabbit from Georgia. <laughs> I don't remember if he turns into a real rabbit or if he turns into a normal stuffed animal rabbit. Oh, okay. Mm. I, here's here's the uh, here's the summary. Uh, the Velveteen Rabbit chronicles the story of a stuffed rabbit's desire to become real through the love of his owner. Okay, so it's Pinocchio story. Yeah, sort of, but with less donkeys and oh uh, wait no and Geppettos. No, dude, it, it is a Christmas story. A stuffed rabbit sewn from velveteen is given as a Christmas present to a small boy. 
Uh, the boy plays with his other new presence and forgets the Velveteen Rabbit for a time. Hmm. Gotcha. So these presents these presents are modern and mechanical, and they snub the old-fashioned Velveteen Rabbit. The mm. wisest and oldest toy in the nursery, the Skin Horse, which was owned by the boy's uncle, tells the rabbit about toys magically becoming real due to the love from children. The rabbit is awed by this idea. However, his chances of achieving the, this wish are slight. Mm. There's there's a whole there's a whole uh, there's a whole story. Okay, we get it. Do you guys remember your most whimsical Christmas childhood story? What do you mean by whimsical childhood like, story? A magical story. What people refer to as the magic of Christmas. Wow. You know. Uh probably. Uh, this is Christmas. I mean, I feel like people will probably want to end the day still feeling joyous yeah. about things, you know? I, I remember yeah. one year we got swords. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like giant broad swords. The the replicas of the William Wallace uh, sword. Are, are we talking about like Christmas movies or are we talking about our, our most whimsical moments? As Bruh, I was just I curious. Cr- what, I think what, I'm the most whimsical this moment? plot summary. I don't want to hear any more about the Velveteen Rabbit. Dude, the Rabbit. Velveteen Rabbit, I, I just remembered it now. The Velveteen Rabbit was such a good story. Yeah, I know. And I remember, after reading the summary, I remember why, for some reason in my head, it's a drama kind of thing. Hmm. It's because it, it, it really was. There was Scarlet Fever involved and all this other stuff. But, um, uh, Christmas kind of stories. What, yeah. what were we talking about? We're think, thinking of whimsical Christmases. Whimsical Probably Christmas. last year was our most whimsical Christmas. What happened last Didn't year? Daddy chop. Yeah, well, Daddy. Was... I think Daddy chopped into his toe with my axe. Yeah, yeah, and had to go to the emergency room. And 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 Lydia Lydia broke a uh, you know for me a, 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 a drink that I had been saving for quite a while. For me, um, whimsical she Christmas broke a don't drink? happen anymore. Yeah. Well, it was something I was going to drink on for, Christmas. For me, whimsical uh, Christmases don't happen obviously, anymore. Obviously, we're talking I about think, ones that happened when you were a kid. I think because I'm aware of it. And even as a kid, Christmas morning wasn't whimsical for me. In my memory, what is whimsical is sitting in the car late at night when it's cold and Christmas music is playing and we're driving Ooh. by and there's Christmas lights in the nighttime, you know? That is, yeah. that is, those are my strongest, strongest Christmas memories. Not what, of actual Christmas day, but of What's nighttime. a good Christmas song then? A good Christmas song? Yeah, One that's from like, Polar puts, Express by Josh puts Brody. you in the yeah. mood. Uh, White Christmas, I love it. Okay. White Christmas? My, my. Mine's yes. the one. I'm uh, dreaming of a white I, I, Christmas. I think it's Springsteen. Is it Bruce Springsteen that sings, uh. Bells will be ringing song. Bells will be ringing. Yeah, I have no idea. I just wanted to say it. That's one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. Um, and you know the Christmas song that everybody hates, mm-hmm. but for some reason we all listen through it. We all listen to it in its entirety. Yeah, is I have Christmas. one of those songs. You know, uh, Justin Bieber underneath the mistletoe. That's like uh, my song. No, we're talking like we're talking like. You know, I'm kidding. Last Last Christmas by Wham. Last Christmas. Oh, yeah. I gave you my heart. You know, 
Most people hate that song, but for some reason, whenever it comes on, we just listen to you the listen whole thing. To the whole thing. <laughs> when we could turn it off or change it. Um, why? Yeah. Why do we do that? What I don't understand is why do we sit? Why do we listen to "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree" every single freaking year? Yeah, that's probably the yeah. worst. Why that's do so many people play it? I love, I love that song. It's the stupidest it song. <laughs> it's a classic. It's like it's. They're talking about rocking, rocking around, around the Christmas tree. Christmas tree. Number one. Uh, Christmas trees are usually in a corner or against a wall, so you can't go around it. See, that's your that's your problem. Second why you of all, like the song you've never danced all, around it. There's nothing rocky you know not about that song. It. It's like doo, 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 doo. like there's a freaking choir cl- in the song. That's Dude, not that's rock and roll. roll. That's yeah. classic rock. But yeah, and roll. back then that that's was like Elvis rock era and rock and roll. My I'll say this. I'll say this. <laughs> um, if we're gonna get technical about let's it. let's get technical. When when you hang out around other people, are you actually like, ha- like are you hanging out like circling them, like orbiting them, like you're a small planet? No, and there's just no. a figure of speech. No, you're just near them. Yeah. So when you're rocking around the Christmas tree, you're you're you know everybody's everybody's around it. Everybody's in the living room. Everybody's hanging out. Every, it's a party. You know, there's there's little crackers with cheese. That's right. what we there's mean. Eggnog. Charcuterie? There's eggnog. There's yeah. there's there's maybe more than eggnog okay. in this um, case. <laughs> I, I wanna get I wanna get to mine. Because I, I, I feel like I have a, a one. Um one I remember um from really early is a Christmas I had with Josh. Real early. Like Not I mean Josh. we had to have been Josh. Four it was on the podcast. Um and he came down here. To uh, to uh, to Georgia, um, and then the other one probably there's actually actually the other one is with Josh too. You got two with your cousin. Yeah, but this isn't Christmas morning. Um. um one of the guys from our church uh, lived in uh, was from Ohio, and so he was driving up to Ohio for Christmas, mm-hmm. and he agreed to take me up to Michigan, mm-hmm. and um, sort of between where his house is and where my grandma's house is, uh, it's like an hour drive, and they would pick me up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we decided to meet a, a McDonald's. Well, my cousin Josh didn't know that I was coming. Yeah. Right? And so we drove out to this McDonald's and um James, the guy who brought me, he hid and I went into the bathroom and they put they they took a bunch of wrapping paper, right? Mm-hmm. Um it was like it was like all connected and they put it over top of me, mm-hmm. right? And so I and they poked holes in it. And so I shuffled out and stood in front of the bathroom at a McDonald's, right? <laughs> and and they they're like, hey Josh, come here, look, we got you a present. And it was the funniest thing. He looked at it and he didn't move, right? For the longest time. And he slowly he crept forward <laughs> and he's like, uh because uh, he thought something was going to jump out and scare him, like a clown or something. Or a butterfly. And <laughs> and eventually I just tore it open, and he was so excited and happy. And we had an awesome – it was just me there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had an awesome Christmas together. It was so cool. 
that Iron Man had just come out. The right? first one? The first Iron Man movie had just come out, and we watched it, and we got toys for Christmas. He got Tony Stark, Iron Man. I got... Um, mm-hmm. Warmonger. I got War... Ironmonger. Yeah, Iron- I got Ironmonger in the cool suit, man. Mm-hmm. And we just played... We just played Iron Man. It was so cool. <laughs> and then it I remember good. I got a Bible one year from Nina. I remember the time... I, I remember the time a strange man... Uh, brought me a giant gift. Anyway, on oh, to other topics. <laughs> you were actually go- I thought you were going to tell a funny story. <laughs> Not be weird. I was like, John Mark's about John- to cry. <laughs> Joshua. <laughs> Gosh dang it, John Mark. Um, Joshua, tell us your most magical moment. Um, I mean, I kind of did with the swords. I remember, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. It... it when you get something that you just like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get this gift, but you really want it, like a sword. I mean, growing up, I think we talked about this on the podcast before. We used to make, we loved making wooden, just we would we would create, get like a block of wood and just carve out this sword and we'd play with it, um, made out of wood. And just one Christmas, um, we would always see these swords in this magazine uh, that we would get, and we're like, that would be awesome to get these metal swords. They wouldn't be wood or anything. And just one Christmas, I remember, we were like unwrapping presents. We were actually finished unwrapping presents, and for some reason, there was like, because it wasn't underneath the tree. Our parents didn't put it underneath the tree. They kind of brought this big box that wasn't wrapped. It was just a box itself. And I'm like, what the heck is a this box? And then uh, we opened it. They were like giant broadswords. And for a little, like, young... I mean, we weren't too young, probably like early teens. We were old enough to have swords and know how to use them responsibly. But they were... It was very magical. Yeah. It's like uh, all the... All, like, young little boys are like we little crouton guys. That's a cool... That's a cool topic. What's the most expensive Christmas gift you guys have gotten? (laughs) Because that was probably ours, and those were swords were probably about forty, fifty dollars each, something like that. Mm. Really, that's the most expensive. I don't know if that's the most ever. expensive. Well, our parents has gotten like all five of us siblings like a collective gift that was more than that. Uh, no, maybe actually oh. Carowind season passes were the most expensive. Those are eighty dollars each. Yeah, I'll tell you. Um, our, I think it was our first or second Christmas in Pennsylvania. Um, uh, there's a guy up in Pennsylvania named Denny Claypool. Mm-hmm. And Good old Denny. He, he, uh, he. Their church would um, pick a family to give Christmas presents to. Yeah. Right. And since we had just got there. Um, and we were just sort of trying to get settled. We had got there, I think, early in November. Um, yeah. Hey, Mackenzie. Oh, <laughs> she didn't see me. Um, since we had just got there, you know, they came and they dropped off just all these presents, and it was that was pretty magical. I I I would say, yeah, that was pretty magical. Uh, when I when I turned. You know, thirteen. Mm-hmm. Christmas stopped being uh, 
I <clears throat> the Christmas Day where the time where you actually open presents stopped being as whimsical, right? Yeah. I'm 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 more about I'm more about the month of December, right? Yeah. And that the build up. Music. I love the build up. I love the attitude. I love I love searching for presents. I like, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Um and What are you looking at? I don't know. This is cool, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> um and so I, you know, but but yeah, that was probably one of the best. And then, of course, when William started getting old enough to appreciate Christmas, you know, you sort of do it for him and for the younger kids, mm-hmm. and that's always fun. I still get you know excited what? about how Cena. old is William this year? Yeah, how old is he? Uh, he's seven. Seven. Yeah. Nice. So he's still there in was, the thick of it, man. There was a kid uh, yeah. the yeah. other day here at the school who was um, saying he said. Um, he said, "I have, I. Uh, he's like, I think. He's like, I think Santa's real because I had a friend who saw him once, <laughs> and I said, I told him, I said, I used to live in Pennsylvania, which is pretty close to the North Pole, and you know, we had a, there was a lot of snow on the ground, and I was in a Walmart parking lot, and I saw a man with a white beard, fully decked out in the Santa outfit. I told him it was Santa. I said, I saw Santa." come out of the Walmart and he walked off into the 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 snow because it you could you know it was snowing pretty heavy he walked off into the snow and disappeared yeah oh man I, I was like I guess I guess Santa had to make a stop pick something up from Walmart <laughs> it's, it's it's so weird how as children we took just extreme joy in mm-hmm. making other kids cry by telling them Santa wasn't real like yeah we never believed in Santa as kids, like yeah, my we, mom we had her heart broken when she found out Santa wasn't real mm-hmm. as a child. So from the moment we could understand words, she was like, Santa's not real. Yeah. <laughs> Santa isn't real. I'm never going to, I'm never going to lie to you like that. You yeah. know, like she was still bitter about it like decades later, you know? <laughs> so we grew up knowing Santa wasn't real. And when we were on the bus with other kids, you know, we'd be like, oh yeah, Santa's not real. No, Santa's not real. This kid be like, be like, I knew Santa. He's related to my nana. And we'd be like, he's related to my Uncle Phil. We're like, Santa ain't real. Santa's not real. And they'd get all upset. And we got in trouble for telling kids yeah. Santa's not real. You know, we were we were like 10 or 11. You know, maybe mm-hmm. younger. I can't remember. We were younger. Telling kids that Santa wasn't real and they were crying. And we got in trouble for that. I got in trouble once in, uh, I think, it in, in pre-K, K-5, um, because I told a kid Santa wasn't real, and they got upset at me. Um, and my mom's like, she, had, she sat down with me, and she's like, I know you understand that Santa's not real. I'm like, yes. I know you understand <laughs> that it's us who brings you presents, right? But... You can't, you don't need to tell other kids that Santa's not real. You need to let their parents do that. Mm-hmm. So, because they won't understand. And I was like, oh, okay. So I think there was one more time where somebody was like, Santa is real. And I got into one argument. I'm like, just wait. I was like, you just wait. Your parents are going to tell you. <laughs> They'll, your parents will tell you what's up. But they remembered <laughs> when. What, what, you know, their parents are telling them and they're crying. They're like, Wyatt said he Wyatt warned said, me. Wyatt has <laughs> you know, been my we, only friend in this life. It's, it's weird how we were like that. 
But mm-hmm. now some kid will talk about Santa and your first compulsion is to go along with it. Yeah. It's weird. Isn't it? You know, it's like when we were kids, it's like, Santa's not real. Santa's not real. That's a true stupid kid. That's a true story. You know? I saw a man with a white beard and a Santa outfit. <laughs> oh, so you believe in Santa now? Walk <laughs> off into the blizzard. Yeah. You believe in Santa. Granted, you know, he was probably going to his Ford 4x4. I, uh, <laughs> I, I have and driving to Santa his that I work with. I work with Santa. After a long shift... As Santa at Walmart. Okay, but right. he disappeared into the snow. But he did. He disappeared. Like he walked and then vanished through vanished heavy and heavy snowfall. In heavy snowfall. Did I see headlights turn off? Turn on in the distance? Uh, may, I it could have been the could glowing. Been it could have been the glowing eyes of his reindeer. Could have been the reindeer. Could have been Rudolph. Could have been Rudolph with them high beam with the high LEDs. Beam. Yeah. <laughs> No, or maybe Santa just, decided just, to get himself that, that just his own, you know, Santa, gift this year. I know Santa. I know Santa owns a ram. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Santa's Dogs got one of those light bars Dodge. on his sleigh. Yeah, you know, you know Santa. <laughs> Pennsylvania Santa definitely had a light bar. <laughs> he definitely had a light bar. Probably tailgates too. Yeah, and a big old Trump flag. <laughs> Imagine yeah, Santa, that'd be, dude. Santa that'd would get canceled so quick if he was flying a Trump Santa, flag off the back Santa, of this. They, they discover the Santa's sledge. real. He's like, I am a staunch Republican. Definitely. Think about Santa. it logically, though. Santa's probably definitely Republican because Republicans are the most no. charitable. They give the most to charity, and they, Santa literally does all of his work for free. No, it's true. That's. You can say, ah, but it's actually statistically fact. And a big part of that is because most Christians are uh, are Republican. And so that's just, it's it's a numbers game. I'll, 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 I'll concede that. I'll concede that probably statistically <laughs> more Republicans are charitable. Now, I do know, I do know that more Democrats or, or liberals, for the most part, like to talk about it more. So it seems like they they give more like they'll talk more about charity, mm-hmm. you know, like we get, you know, giving to charity and taking time out to give to charity. But if it is statistically true that Republicans give more to charity overall, that would be weird because then it means that the liberal mindset is it's they give to charity because um, it makes them more popular. That's why. They talk about it so much. I mean, there, there's a, there's a lot of you can't really get into motivation, but I'm not trying to be political when I say because I gen- genuinely am more center than anything. But I'm not trying to be political when I say it's a statistical fact that Republicans are far more charitable. Than Look, Joe, just okay. I, we get what you're saying. Look, just I, take I, a stance. Say, just say. Just say what you're trying to say. Right, <laughs> just say it. Right. You know, what so I was I, actually I, trying I to say is train. that I'm pretty sure train, Santa is probably a Republican. He's gonna win. <laughs> I had I had somebody just the other day tell me they're like they're like Trump's gonna win. It's so it's so weird. It's so weird. I don't think that's true at this point because the I'm I'm like I'm like uh, it's so weird because in 2016 the Democrats did the exact same thing. Yeah, and all of your older Republican friends were so po'd. They're like just accept the results. They were all so po'd, posting stuff about how the Democrats just need to get over themselves and accept the results. And now it's the exact opposite, and they're they're almost the. They're bl- the Republicans are blind to the irony. Yeah, all but right. Most they're people blind are blind to the, to the irony. irony. That they're exact. 
they're they're exactly the same exactly the same like you know why you know, though th- this this is this this kind of takes this kind of goes in a circle take circle. take it back to a place that i'm i'm comfortable with bring with talking about this because i don't want this to be a place where people have to feel like they're getting wound up or anything you know but the fact that there is irony of hypocrisy and that they're doing the same thing we're all just humans and we all are pretty much the same. We just have different ideas about stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you, we can we can find common ground on things like, hey, do you like geeky topics? Do you like Lord of the Rings? Hey, it's a good story, ain't it? You know? Yeah. Those elves. If you like elves. Star I Wars? Stories, I think stories bring people together. They for sure why, do, man. You know. They for sure do. And that's why I like our branding. But I hear what you're saying. I was just saying that Santa's probably definitely Republican. He does all of his work for free. Yeah. And so he's probably really charitable. So I think that probably comes from. Uh, yeah. I'd say he's probably. You know what? Tim Allen does right support Trump. Yeah, if, Tim, Tim Allen is, does support. What Trump. if Santa? What if? What if? What if instead? What if instead? Santa um, stole children from their houses in the middle of the night. That's Krampus. But what if it was Santa and Krampus was the good one? No, Krampus mm-hmm. takes the kids. The Grinch takes all the stuff. I've no, never no, actually, like, like, what is if, that really what the story? Santa, I've never actually. I know what Krampus is, but I've never watched pills. it. What if, what if Santa was the bad one? He, I mean, he's 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 got all the trappings of a good, of a good predatory creature, like right? old man. He's inviting. His face is inviting. Bright colors. Bright colors. You want to? You you know? You want to be close to him? You know, but think about this: that trope didn't really exist until the '80s, late '70s, when the serial killer movement was in hot supply. You know, well, I'm just saying. Let's let's be. It's 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 not a trope. I mean, just look at um, what's his face? Who? Uh, the handsome one? Is that Dahmer? Am I thinking of uh, no, uh, Dahmer? T- no, uh, Ted Dude, Bundy. G- Ted Bundy. Look I'm at t- Ted Bundy. I'm- Young, attractive. Luring people in, being I'm, a kind face, being a you know kind of trusting personality. I'm, I'm talking like, I'm talking like in the animal world. You know, you have a lot of these predators that, especially you know among insects and stuff and flowers, uh-huh. that they have bright colors. They're inviting, you know, and the things they go smell good. They smell good, so things go right up to them. What if Santa's like that? You know, he's the he's the bad one. And and Krampus is the one that brings. The I gifts. do like an old man smell. That's a uh, a little creepy, but I do like that smell. And what if what Santa if Santa probably day... smells bad, dude? He probably smells like body odor and candy, <laughs> beef and cheese, beef and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we can... imagine 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 a realistic Santa? Like, how would that guy look? Like nasty. Tim Allen, pretty nasty. Pretty nasty. Like, no, I like I work with Santa. I'm I'm dead serious about this. There's a guy I work with. He's like an older gentleman, probably in his like I don't I really don't know his age, so I don't want to say, but like late sixties. Old he's, enough to have white. Yeah, he's got a huge white beard. He's got a huge belly, like a dad bod, and then he has a cross tattooed on his forearm on Where? one side, and then the word believe on the other side with like a holly. <laughs> um so okay, he's got, Joe, he's got you've the, seen the Christ story and the believe in santa yeah on the other side <laughs> <laughs> um d- did you watch um um the light fantastic no i don't think so 
the um, Terry Pratchett movie? Uh, I, I the one with uh, what's his face from Lord of the Rings. Hold on, I'm looking at it right now. What do you call it? The light. Yeah, it was, it was the light. No, no, no. I'm I'm sorry. The the color of magic. Oh yeah, I think the yeah. color. I'm sorry. The light fantastic is the sequel to that one. Yes, I watched the color of magic. Yes, it was okay. good. Uh, the next one you need to watch is the Hogfather. Okay, the Hogfather. I believe the Hogfather was made first before and the color of magic. One, yeah, it was made before The Color of Magic. It was the first uh, adaptation of Terry Pratchett's books. And it is one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. <laughs> okay. You know, it's it's like a two-part Christmas movie. You know, they're both, they're each like an hour long or so. Yeah. And it is one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. And technically, it's not Christmas. It's Christmas on the Discworld. Okay. Um, and The Hogfather, who is Santa... Uh, goes missing. Okay. And so death, the personification of death, yeah. takes his place. Gotcha. Yeah. He takes his place and does the job of, of the Hogfather. It is the such Hogfather. a good movie. <laughs> Joseph, we talked about this on the uh, video form that came out on Tuesday. Uh-huh. Joseph has never seen The Nightmare Before Christmas. I haven't either. I've never had any desire. But you know to watch what it, it is. He so do he didn't I. even know. Well, uh, no, you didn't know what it was until I explained Pretty much it to what you. he just said. It's it's someone takes the place of Santa Claus. Yeah, very similar. Someone who's not Santa. Yeah. 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 Who else does that? The Grinch, kind of, a little bit. I don't know, but uh, he... I was. Oh yeah, it, you know what? Uh, he comes behind Santa and Nightmare takes everything. Nightmare is on uh, Disney Plus. You need to watch it. Okay, I'll watch it. Maybe, maybe. Um, but the uh, the Hogfather really. I mean, there's there's some lines from Death that that are just that that'll give you goosebumps. They're just okay. so good. Everything. And this is made the before the is, color of magic. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I think it's it's a better movie. Um, it's so good. It's such an enjoyable movie to watch. Okay. It's got all your Christmas things. Um, but it also has assassins and tooth fairies <laughs> and boogeymen and uh, all of them. Everything. Dude, in The Color of Magic, the thing that made me so happy was that Tim Curry was in it. And I could look yeah. at his hilarious, pleasant smile oh, yeah. for so long in every yeah. single scene, pretty much. I don't know what it he is about Tim Curry, really but he... His face makes me so happy and makes me giggle. I don't know. He's blessed with a funny face. Yeah. Um, hey, I wanted to ask you, Wyatt, being the oldest of two younger sibling gals and then a younger brother. Mm-hmm. Two younger brothers, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting about Ethan. Um, what has it been like being an older brother going into an adulthood but still having younger siblings who still feel the magic of christmas you know what i mean like what what has it been like for you man um i don't know i don't i i wouldn't say christmas is much different um 
there's always lots of Christmas presents mm-hmm. because there's so many of us. Mm-hmm. So even if we are only each getting a, you know, like, a, two, a, a, like two Christmas presents, you know, that's still 16 presents under the tree. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's always been fun. The I think the real the real thing we enjoy about Christmas. I, I don't know that we the real thing we enjoy is the right word or phrase rather. But I think it's. We've always, I think the stockings has always been really fun. Oh, stockings is always fun. Because my mom always gets like, you know, cheap things that are probably going to break and uh, oranges and apples and, you know, walnuts and things mm-hmm. uh, that are just fun. Yeah. Why is it? Because we got that. that too. We would always get oranges or uh, what are the small orange is? What is that called? Cuties. Cuties, yeah. We'd always get those in our stocking. For some reason, I mean, you can have them any time of the year, basically. But for some reason, at Christmas time, they just are special. I think it, there's a lot of people throughout history that's done the orange in the the thing because it used to be a special thing. Yeah, but you can get them any time of the year now. It's pretty uh, common. Since seven thirty. Um, sorry. Um, I think they give you the apple and orange because they feel bad about you know. Giving you chocolate early in the morning, we end up eating chocolate <laughs> early in the morning. So anyway. we we would get we you know she'd always put Hershey kisses and stuff in there too. Yeah, no, but dude, I, that that's interesting. Chocolate was I'm oh, not chocolate. Stockings was always and still is the thing that makes me most excited. Like doing the whole let's sit around and let's open gifts. Nowadays it's like yeah I get a I I'll get a few things and I'm thankful, but the stocking thing, man, you get like. I don't know, there's something about going into some living room and you see a, a thing that looks like a sock just stuffed up with stuff. Stuffed with stuff. Stuffed with stuff. Well, we always, it was always like, you know, they hang on the, uh, above the fireplace up until Christmas Eve. And then in the morning, they're stuffed with stuff laying on like the couch yeah. in a row. Yeah. You know, they're never hanging up because otherwise they'd yeah. like tear open or something. Yeah. Yeah. Rip, <laughs> rip chunks off the wall. Uh, but yeah, dude, there's, there's something about stockings that still, that still make me excited. I feel like that stockings might be the thing about Christmas, that and a Christmas tree late at night when you get the tree lights on and nothing else, you know? Okay. Tell me this. Yes. You know, being, uh, you know, being a being a married couple, mm-hmm. do you guys do Christmas by yourselves, or do you usually have Josh over? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the well, ultimate to make uh, you, you know less boring. Yeah, no, we um, sorry, there's there's sound coming from the the cat feeder. Um, <laughs> so pretty much, uh, the way we normally do Christmas is we're we're going back to South Carolina with their families yeah. and stuff. So we're obviously there for for a lot of times joshua hasn't been here for christmas for me and Mackenzie, but since we got married in december around the 16th i think until we decide to start doing our own traditions and maybe be with our immediate family for christmas and not you know our in-laws and stuff that um that pretty much i think we'll we'll be doing them but right now we're just like if we get gifts for each other we're going to open them probably on the 16th where our anniversary is because oh, okay. it's right around the right around our anniversary and Christmas and we know we're not going to 
we're going to be opening other people's stuff and being other people's houses yeah. for Christmas. So that's kind of, we've done it kind of two years in a row that way where our Christmas is kind of on our anniversary. So, right. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's kind of what we do right now. But we have a Christmas tree. We do stockings. We have lights in the house and stuff. So, and we put all the gifts that we buy for everybody under our tree until it's time to pack them up and take them somewhere else. Yeah. But it's pretty chill. How do you guys, uh, how do you uh, envision yourselves maybe with, by yourself or with a family or something doing um, Christmas? I wouldn't ever do Christmas by myself um, because that would be depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm by myself on Christmas, right, and I'm not doing something with my large family, yeah. So the, honestly, there should be no excuse for me to ever be by myself on Christmas. Yeah, you got plenty. Because of I have, I have six siblings, and even if they've all moved out of my parents' house, you could pick I should one. be able to go hang out with one of them mm-hmm. right for Christmas or my parents. Um. But if I, I mean, if I'm by myself, I just skip Christmas. I just wouldn't do anything. <laughs> wouldn't do anything. I'd go to Waffle House. Probably go to Waffle Ooh, House. Yep. That sounds go like a good House. Christmas, actually. Are they open on Christmas Day? Probably, I don't know. It's Waffle House. They should be. Okay, but you're saying they should be, but what if you were the worker at Waffle House? Do you want to be there at Christmas? I wouldn't be working at Waffle House. You don't know that, dog? Yeah, that's for that's for people who work at Waffle House. I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> that I, made, I made a vow when I was very young. To never work at Waffle to, House? No, to never work at any kind of- Fast food. Fast I, food I made place. the same vow. Wow. You know, and that extends okay, be to places like Waffle have you ever, House. Or, have you ever applied to a job working at Fast Food? No, no, I did. It's never. I, I kind of made that vow, and I still applied to a job. I didn't get it though. Nah, I worked nah, fast food for it's, six months. Yeah, Joshua did. Wow. Yeah, it, you. You're it, not in this club. It was one <laughs> of those. It it was one of those things that we would go and we would see just how depressed these people were. <laughs> yeah, and how bad their skin was. Like they just always broken out. Yeah, it's yeah, we never had to work we around. never had pro- we never really had problems with acne, and we just kind of attributed it to that. Well, we did every. Not, yes, not, we did. Not really. Yeah. Not like not, not like, like kids who worked in fast food. No. <laughs> as no. their first jobs. Yeah. No, they had it bad. So, we just made a vow that we would never work in fast food or a restaurant or at a or at a movie theater. Well, I I don't know that I never made that one. Movie theater would be fun. Movie theater would be interesting. Okay, maybe you know it was a theme park. Theme park or at a theme okay. park. Or no, at a theme, theme park. park. Yeah. Oh, why not a theme never park? Work. Have never. you have because, you seen the people that work at theme parks? They yeah. look miserable all the time. Not all of them. All of them. Uh, most. No, of I've them. never I've met, met some. Nice I've people, never seen somebody operating not, a ride at a park that looks happy. I never genuinely once in my entire life. thought about it well, at Carowinds near Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. I genuinely thought about trying to apply for a job there. Well, the thing is, you're so close to everybody that's so happy, but you're not experiencing that <laughs> happiness that it's, yeah. it is depressing. I could see that being depressing. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, Jamark, you are 25 now, correct? No. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, how does it feel... To be halfway to 50. Also, how I already asked Wyatt this, but what does the magic of Christmas feel like to you as the oldest of five siblings? 
I don't really want to talk about this. <laughs> He's having a midlife uh, quarter life crisis. Hey, I already dealt with mine. I'm 25, dog. Go for it. I don't really want to talk about it. It's not basically, fun. Basically, it's not fun. Basically, I'll just say, I'll just say that Christmas is just another day where I have to juggle paying for extra things for other people and dealing with holiday traffic. And the only good thing about it is there's lights. And there's Christmas music, and it's cold, because I am a cold weather animal. Okay, so you like the um, cold, you like Christmas lights, and you like Christmas music. That's kind of where the magic lies. Not, not. I mean, it's not magical. I just think that. um, What makes you smile, dude? It's less monot. It's less monotonous than Mm -hmm. the rest of the year. Gotcha. You know, like I really do not like dealing with people, Mm -hmm. but I like looking at their lights. Yeah. The worst you know. part of Christmas for me is Sean Mark. Yeah. He just that. makes everything less fun. <laughs> <laughs> Look, one of these days, one of these days, I'll make everything more fun for for at least somebody. Hopefully. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> is this part of my... You just spiraled real yeah, quickly just so. then. We just get this over with right now. Yeah. John Mark, yeah, you just need... Uh, Last... Last Two. episode, Jamark has his quarter life crisis <laughs> and a mental breakdown. <laughs> okay, Jamark, be honest though. What 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 would you do if you know in the in the new year, Wyatt's up here, he loves it. He's feeling like, you know, he's doing cool stuff. He likes his job. He gets a girlfriend. Someone that really loves him. Not saying this is gonna happen, Doubt. I'm just saying throwing it out there. Doubt. Um, <laughs> And uh, and then why it's like, man, I th- I really like this girl. Like I think I'm, I just stay I think here. I'm gonna really heavily pursue this. You know. So where's this going? I'm gonna ask you. What do you What do you do from there? Do you move here in hopes the same? No, because I don't live vicariously through Wyatt's experiences. Yes, he does. And he, and he <laughs> yes, he does. Look, look. Now that he's now that he's over his quarter life crisis, he doesn't live vicariously through me anymore. Look, look. As of, as of a few he's moments 25. ago, this is my New Year's resolution. Okay. I don't live vicariously through Wyatt's experiences. So is just that, because Wyatt gets a girlfriend and stuff like that, Wyatt doesn't have doesn't a girlfriend. Mean it's theoretical, does, dude. Saying, I'm mean, asking you to be you, honest and tell me. You take the place of a girlfriend in d- my life. Does it, doesn't you? Uh, <laughs> well, it's like my life's going to be you, wide you, open. You, dry, you annoy me and, and, and bother me and call me and text me. And, 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 and I also buy you things to show you memes. Yeah. Yeah, that's See? the ultimate girlfriend. <laughs> there yeah. you go. All right. But I don't know. I mean props to him but i don't think that'll change any change anything in my mind but uh he'll get bored without me i don't know if i could stand two wyatts cuz inevitably that's that's who wyatt will end yeah, up that's, with that's the <laughs> that's the ultimate goal that's who wyatt, wyatt. And that's who wyatt will end up with is yeah. himself you know that's just attractive see i like to think of myself as a mixture between winston and nick from new yeah. girl um <laughs> i see it and, and I see having it. two of those Seems perfect. Seems yeah. So I can you know I can deal with one Wyatt. I don't know if I could deal with 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 Wyatt and then his female counterpart Wyatt squared. But be honest Wyatt though, like squared. what ha- what would happen if if he brought Wyatt squared home and 
and she kind of looks similar to Wyatt. Ew. <laughs> um, like she kind of looks like But you know like what? That's dude. not uncommon. No, it's not. I mean, especially for Wyatt, who is a basically narcissist who's a narcissist you catch him pursing his lips in the mirror by himself he'll 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 look at these lips though (laughs) (laughs) dude those are some luscious lips dog (laughs) all you gotta do is flash those a couple times anyone's gonna be like he'll he'll see the perfect girl and his first words will be it's like looking in a mirror mirror." (laughs) (laughs) yeah got some silence the lambs quotes but I'm not gonna say them. <laughs> yeah, Let's keep keep those to ourselves. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, Mark. Uh, okay, Joe's Josh. Over, Joe's over here. Like. Okay. Josh, do you you usually just go home for Christmas, right? Um. Well, I've this is the first year I do not live at home, but yes, I will be going back to South Carolina also. Um. Awesome. Sadly, I have to work Christmas Eve because I work retail, which kind of sucks. I, I use. I used to do that, yeah. but then I, I got a better job. But as soon as I get off anymore. work on Christmas Eve, I'm driving back to South Carolina. It's about like a six-hour trip, and then uh, I'll be there for Christmas morning. And, and then, then I took a, week. I took a couple of days after Christmas off from work, so I get like almost about a week off after Christmas. So I'm, I'm excited. For some reason, we're all still up there for Christmas next year. You yeah. will be. Are we... Are we going? Are we going our separate ways for Christmas, or are we just since there will be four of us people there? Are we just doing Christmas there? This is what I think. I think we go our separate ways for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think we stick around for Thanksgiving and do a big Thanksgiving together. Okay, like a new girl episode. Yeah, yes. I say we do Thanksgiving together. <laughs> we go our separate ways for Christmas because Christmas is a little bit more important with family, and our families all expect us to be there. You know. Yeah, we can slide through Thanksgiving with no problems, I think, and we can just yeah, have a big old meal to ourselves here. Yeah, but that sounds delicious. That's what that's what we'll plan on doing. Jamark, you can come up for Thanksgiving <laughs> and then just stay. How about that? Uh, we'll think about this. <laughs> All right, guys, I think we could probably end this episode. We've been going a little All right. while. Yeah. Hey. Uh, I just want to say we didn't this. We talk about Polar Express. Can we talk about Polar no, Express No, we're not time? talking about Polar Express. Look, All right, we'll talk, talk about, about Polar, Polar Express next year. Next, no. next year. <laughs> Jamar, okay. you know you're going to be weasel. here doing the same to, podcast look, look, with us next year. We're going to be doing it years in. from now. I am good. Okay. I'm going to weasel in the Polar Express Okay. sometime within the next few weeks. Just want to let you guys know. All right, that's All right, fine. Let's end it. Well, you ha- you're the czar at some point. I think maybe next. So, oh, um, so actually, <laughs> I think I'm the czar next. So we can't have a. So we won't oh, dude, we're, we're ending season six with Wyatt being the czar. So you're going to have to wait yeah. till season seven, dog. Yeah, we will mm. not be talking. We will talk about. We'll be talking about the endings of things. Season seven <laughs> opener, Polar Express. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, he has power. Um, this is se- this is season seven, guys. It's the Polar Express. That's my arc. <laughs> We're going back that's to Christmas. That's my arc. <laughs> hey, I want to say this to end off because yeah. if people are listening to this point, I mean, you're getting very close to twelve at night, and uh, if you're watching, if you're if you're listening. listening to it the night when it comes out, yeah, right away, and if you're listening to it Saturday, either way, Christmas is over. You're looking forward <clears throat> to the end of this year. I just want to let you know, hey. Think about this. Yes, the holiday's over, mm-hmm. but we got we're looking forward to New Year's at this point, 2021. Looking forward to new things coming into the world. I mean, 
COVID's for sure going to be gone in 2021. Your life's going to open up in a big way. Um, so our guns, guns are going to be gone in 2021. I thought, I thought, <laughs> I totally thought you were, I totally thought you were going in a different direction. Well, there. I was going to, I was going to say also like there's going to be less stuff you have to pay for in the new year. Mm-hmm. That it's always that. Sometimes if you work like a normal job, you usually get a refund on your money mm-hmm. for after tax season. I know what and I'm. So, I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to say. So put down the gun. don't jump (laughs) and so that too forward i was looking forward to get out of that bar stool i was looking now stick in the bar stool just talk to someone around you enjoy yourself a little hey we're happy you're here guys Mm -hmm. joshua end us off plugging stuff i I know but it's you're the czar oh okay um but ask does anyone else have something they want to end the the season with anybody else have anything else holiday then why John no, Mark? No, no. Uh, well, I had something, but now I forgot. Um, so yeah, no. Just have a good, have a good Christmas. Have a good New Year. Okay. So Merry, uh, Merry, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. And happy uh, New Year's Eve. And happy New Year. New Year's yeah. will be the next episode. Yeah. So, thanks for uh, watching this episode of the Midnight Special. We oh, are. hey. Yes. And, and did you hear about Pluto? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ryan. Man, Wyatt. You, you, uh, so uh, apparently there's something with Pluto. I don't know uh, with this, but. Uh, All right, Joshua, end the episode. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Spotify. We have a YouTube channel. We have three YouTube channels. Follow them all. Subscribe to them all. And uh, also go like us on Instagram and be waiting for next episode. The New Year's episode next week. Subscribe to Olin Rogers, dog. Good night. Good night.